0: For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary.
1: The Talk Sport fan network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the result, you'll always be winning with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app. You can also get rewards points delivered too, so that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants, 18 plus, rewards registration required. Points only on menu items. Delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. And welcome again to Cottage Talk Full-Time. I'm Russ Goldman. This is our initial reaction show. I'm going to share my initial reaction to Fulham's 2-1 to loss to Manchester City at Craven Cottage. I only have one thing to say, and I'm just going to reiterate what was texted to me from my co-host, Emilio Donello Proud performance. I think that's the best way to talk about this. I was proud to see Fulham fight. For 90-plus minutes, a lot of stoppage time in both halves. And I think that they did enough to get a point. They did not get a point. Full credit to Manchester City. Obviously, they're the better side. But I think Fulham showed themselves very much so in the second half. I thought Fulham came out very aggressively, had some decent spells of play when they were able to get the ball. It's very difficult to get the ball off of Manchester City. And I think that uh, we should all be proud of what they gave here. They're not on the beach. This idea that Fulmer on the beach is just not true. They're not on the beach. They were not afraid to play against Manchester City. I will just say when you're playing against a side like this, a side that is so dynamic, a side that's going to have the ball as much as they do, you just have to keep on uh, digging. And that's what you saw in the second half. I won't call it desperation. I'll just call perseverance. And they just did everything that they possibly could do to get the equalizer. They just couldn't get it done. Fantastic goal from Alvarez, the second goal. I certainly will address the first goal, which is a penalty in just a second. And because uh, I have some thoughts on that. And I also have some thoughts on the shout Should Fulham have been awarded a penalty of their own? I'll talk about this in the next 15 to 20 minutes as always please do subscribe on youtube and apple podcast it does help other phone supporters find us please feel free if you're watching live to uh share a comment or and uh, share who was your man of the match mine i can tell you right off the bat is going to be burn leno. leno. was fantastic in this match kept following him in the match so that's where i am going to go on this so let me get started i do have uh a couple of comments. Let's start with my friend Chris Goodwin, who's a Liverpool supporter. Fulham battled well in that game where other teams would have crumbled. Great point, Chris. That's why I think we should all be very proud of Fulham Football Club. Let's see what else we got. This is from Dean. Come on, definitely done a lot more than most of them do. And this is uh, this is true, Dean. I thought Fulham really hung in there. Two matches, they've lost by a single goal, two goals to Manchester City. They hung in there. They showed that they belong to play with the big boys, to play with Man City, to play with Liverpool, who Fulham faced next. And uh, I have some serious thoughts about that. If Fulham didn't get the injuries that they got, might feel a little bit different about the Liverpool match. I'll talk about that in just a few minutes because there were some injuries I'll share my thoughts on that I, I do want to give a a mention to Tom Kearney who I think actually really played well when he came on for the injured Andres Pereira Carlos Vinicius played well there are some very good performances here that I'll be talking about in the show and if you're watching live feel free to share your thoughts feel free as I mentioned earlier who was your man of the match but as I keep going into my initial reaction I'm watching the match and Yes, I was very disappointed by how the match began. I did have a chance to really watch the penalty, and I'll I'll go to that in a second. And and I'm going to raise my hand and say that I potentially got this one wrong. As in fact, I got this wrong. It was a penalty. At first, I thought it it was not a penalty. And I was called out on Twitter for that, and uh, rightfully so, because I had another look at it. And uh, I'll share my thoughts on that. But in my opinion, they did deserve the penalty. We'll just leave it at that. Tim Ream put his leg out there. They did deserve a penalty, but I'll talk about that in just a second. Before I go on any further, before I break down the match, we talk about the goals, my analysis. Let's talk about the starting 11. And I'm going to say I got this one wrong. So when I saw the starting 11, I called My friend, Steve Reynolds in Spain, who's been on the show. And I just ripped into Marco Silva about the decision to play Carlos Vinicius. Boy, did I get this one wrong because Carlos Vinicius was fantastic. But on the face of it, I wanted Marco to start Dan James. Unfortunately, when Dan James came on, he didn't offer that much. So Marco got this one right. Russ Goldman certainly got this one wrong because for me, I wouldn't have started Carlos Vinicius, but he played well throughout the match. Yes, he scored the goal, but his hold-up play was very good. He actually played very well, and uh, I wouldn't be against someone giving him man of the match because I, f- I could see how he could deserve it. I'm going to go with Bern Leno, but I could see how others might give it to Carlos Vinicius because I thought he was very good. Let's see. This is from my friend, Wayne. Hi, Russ. i just like to say that Fulham played very well against Manchester City, and Leno was outstanding in goal. Absolutely. That's why he's my man of the match. Wayne, Very good call on that. Okay, let's get to it. Let's talk about the penalty here. And at first glance, I first watched it, I thought it was a complete and utter dive. I, I did. I thought it was a complete and utter dive. I've now had a chance to watch it a few times, and I was very hot at halftime. And I called the cheating. Well, looking back at it, and fair play to the phone supporters who called me out on this. When I did take another look at it, Tim Reen does stick his leg out there, and the player does go into it. Now, did he have to go into it? I don't know. But it is a foul, it is a penalty. It was the right call, even though I said it was a dive initially. I can admit that I was wrong here. And after that, you have Erling Holland scoring the goal. If you watch the match, you'll hear about all the records he's going to break and everything about that. Fantastic. He scores the goal, but Little made a good effort on that, but they were up 1-0. So that's how the match began. But what's interesting about this, and I kept saying this, and I said this in my preview show, would Fulham get more than one shot on target? And I was not sure. They actually got a goal. Very good goal. It was actually set up by Harry Wilson. Very good goal by Carlos Vinicius. That made the match 1-1. And I'm thinking, what's going on here? Because I didn't see them having any opportunity to get the ball. But they did. They absolutely did. And Carlos Vinicius scores a wonderful goal. And um the Manchester City goalkeeper didn't have a chance. Edison had no chance on this. So it was a very good goal from Carlos Vinicius. Then you're talking 1-1, and you're thinking, okay, can Fulham just get through the half at 1-1? Who knows? Maybe they have a shot to get something from the match. Then you have some a good amount of play from Manchester City, some good scoring opportunities. One, especially from Jack Relish, who, again, it was saved by Leno, then goes off the uh bar. And um, I'm just thinking, just hang in there, hang in there. You can't make any mistakes against this team. Just give them an opportunity. And Fulham did make an error. And that leads to the second goal from Manchester City. And honestly, this was a fantastic goal. There's nothing that Burn Leno could have done here. So full credit. To Alvarez, that was a just a wonder strike by him. Nothing that our goalkeeper could have done. Absolutely nothing. And that gives Manchester City, I'll say, a commanding lead because from that point on, they controlled the play in the first half, continued to create opportunities. But what was becoming more evident was that Fulham were hanging in there and they actually also had to deal with some adversity. That's what's interesting about this is that with everything going on, with the score only ending at two to one. Think about what Foam had to overcome. They had to overcome two injuries. And let's talk about the injury to Tim Ream because Tim Ream has been fantastic for Foam. Yes. He gave up the penalty there. He, that was his fault, but he's been great for Foam. So It looks like uh, he did something to his arm, so we'll have to see how long he's going to be out. But thankfully, we have Issa Diop, and I've actually wanted to see this partnership for a very long period of time, so now I got a chance to see it. So in a way, I was not happy to see Tim Ream go off, but I also wanted to see Diop and uh, Tosin play together. I thought they played well together. I thought Diop was... Fairly decent. I, again, I thought Tosum was good. So, Fulham get through the first half, only down 2-1. to one, And uh, I thought that was important to get through the first half to overcome the injury to Ream and see what happens in the second half. So, now I'm going to move to talk about the second half. And when you look at the second half, there's a lot going on. Just like the first half, the beginning of the second half, Manchester City were going for the kill. They were going to score that third goal to give them a, a two-goal lead. And two wonderful saves from Bern Leno again, keeping Fulham in the match, keeping it tight. So it could have easily been four to one. Let's just call it what it is. It very easily could have been. But Bern Leno stepped up big time and kept Fulham in the match. And then you could just see at After these two opportunities for Manchester City, they really didn't get much. And Fulham were being able to put their stamp on the game just a little bit, getting the ball a little bit more, getting into their territory. As the second half was progressing, Fulham were in more of the territory of Manchester City. And it was strange. I know that that sometimes happens in the second half of matches, even against a team like Manchester City that will play a little bit more defensive. But Fulham were the aggressor in the second half and were creating, I wouldn't call them opportunities, but were getting themselves in good situations. But it never really led to anything. But I do now want to talk about who I thought changed the match, and that's Tom Kearney. And and it's unfortunate because it was because of of an injury to Andreas Pereira. And Andreas Pereira, I don't know how long he's going to be out. He's been fantastic for foam. And I'm thinking to myself, well, how are they going to replace him? And no one really does what Pereira does. Well, Tom Kearney, once again, proves Russ Goldman wrong because Tom Kearney came in and played that role and played it a fantastic match. He was great in full control was setting up his players. I thought Tom Kearney was a difference-maker in the second half, even though Fulham did not get the equalizer. Full credit to Tom Kearney and how he played in this match. He changed it. Some of the other substitutions don't know how much it all worked out. Menor Solomon, again, I don't think he was great. Dan James, the same. Sasso Lukic. hard to tell. But they want the game-changers that... Tom Kennedy was Tom Kennedy was a game changer it just didn't lead to the second goal so now let's talk about a little controversy what let's talk about it should Fulham have been awarded a penalty this is a good one because um I got a text from Emilio saying that the ref was poor and that maybe Fulham should have had a penalty I've had a chance to watch the situation at hand and if I'm going to be honest with you, I think Bobby Decadova-Reed went down. I think he did go down. I think it's a dive. I, I hate to say it. I think it's a dive. If I'm going to call out the other players on potential diving, I have to call it on this one because he is with Kyle Walker, but Bobby Decadover reed goes down. That's what it looks like to me. Maybe others will disagree with me on this. Maybe um, Steve Lidyard our co-host who's also rough will disagree with me. I'm just telling you what I recently saw when I watched the replay of this. So even though I wanted foam to be awarded a penalty, it actually looked like the right call. I hate to say it. It it did look like the right call. So that's um, disappointing, but everyone will have their own opinion on it. I don't think foam should have been awarded a penalty. I'm going to just basically uh, stand my ground on that because, uh, I watched it back. I watched the replay, and it looked like Bobby Dekadovery went down. I'm going to share a couple of um, comments here. This is from Steve Reynolds. City got more frustrated as the game went on. Definite pen against BDR. And if Mitro had mouthed off to the ref on a yellow like Grealish, he would have seen red. Great point, Steve. Great point about Jack Grealish. Jack Grealish should have been sent off. Fantastic point. Why wasn't he sent off. I like that. Thank you very much for sharing that. Again, on the BDR situation, I'm I'm just going to respectfully disagree with you on that. I don't think it's a penalty. I would like to feel that it was, but I'm just going to disagree with you. All right, let's go to Stephen Murray. Stephen, I'm going to agree with you on this. I actually said this to my friend, Steve Reynolds, who I just uh, put the comment up on. Is Solomon a one-trick pony? Steven, I'm starting to think he might be because we know what he can do. We know that he likes to cut in on his right and shoot like that and can be very effective. But what else is he offering? At this point, I want Manor Solomon to be a full football player beyond this season. But if I'm going to be honest with you, I'm starting to think he is a one-trick pony. I hate to say it. I'm just going to be honest on that. Wayne Walden shares this 50-50 on the pen. This is from Gorn. Vinicius had a great game today. Yes, Gorn, I'm glad that you mentioned that. Vinicius did have a great game today. Prove me and and others wrong. I'm sure others were thinking, what is Carlos Vinicius doing in this match? But I was upset when I saw that he, he was included. He proved me wrong. Thank you, Carlos Vinicius, for proving me wrong. Okay, so... As we get on in the second half, and credit to Manchester City, it's not something I want to do, but I want to give them credit. They did see the match out well. There were eight minutes of stoppage time. They really didn't give Fulham a chance. And they see the match out, and they do deserve the victory. But Fulham made me proud, as I mentioned at the beginning of the show, the comment from my friend, my co-host, dear friend, Emilio Dinell. He said he's proud of Fulham's performance. So am I. So that's what I want to mention. Coming up next to end this quick episode, I'm going to share Man of the Match. If you're watching live, feel free to share. Who was your Man of the Match?
0: Terms and conditions apply. Five years or 100,000 miles, whichever comes first. ProPilot is an advanced driver-assist technology. Driver's responsibility to stay alert, drive safely, and control vehicle at
1: all times. Away days are great, but there's nothing quite like playing at home. The same goes for McDonald's. Maximize your home ground advantage with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app at participating restaurants, 18+, serving times, delivery fee, and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Okay, to end the show, I'm going to share my thoughts on man of the match. And I've already talked a little bit about this. For me, it has to be Burn Leno. Burn Leno kept foam in the match. He has been the best goalkeeper I can remember since Mark Schwarzer. And I think he's getting into that rarefied air to be thought of in the same breath as Mark Schwarzer. So for me, man of the match is Burn Leno. That's where I'm going on that. But I do want to give a couple other shout-outs, like I mentioned. Tom Kearney was great. I thought Tosin played well. I also thought, as I mentioned, Vinicius played very well. So there are a couple of players you can go, but I am going to stick with Burn Leno. So let's see what else we have for comments here. Steve Reynolds, Tosin for keeping Holland quiet most of the day. Great point, Steve. I thought he did a very good job on early Holland. Stephen Murray shares, agreed, Leno. Tosin, very good. Okay, very good. Here's a shout-out for Tete. Tete dealing with, and I'm sorry, I'm going to say that a-hole, Jack Grealish. Yes, I'm calling him an a-hole. He's a first-class a-hole. So I want to mention, good job, Kenny Tete. Thank you for mentioning that. Gorn. let's see, Wayne Walden says, Leno, man of the match. Yep. I agree with that. That's why I'm going with Burn Leno as your man of the match. And listen, just it's my opinion, I'm not telling anyone else how to think after a loss. But as losses go, this is not one to really hold your head down or in the other way, head it straight up because Fulham played very well. I'm very proud of Fulham Football Club. Okay, well, that's going to do it for this episode of Cottage Talk. As always, please do subscribe on YouTube and Apple Podcasts. It does help other phone supporters find us. Well, that's going to do it for Cottage Talk. I'm Russ Goldman. Thank you, as always, for watching and listening to Cottage Talk, now part of the TalkSport Fan Network. It's the 90th minute, and all to play for at the end of the match. All your mates are around. You've got your McDougall share boxes ready to go. Your mates already got booked for double dipping, and you steal the last nugget. Snatching all three points. Perfect. Order McDelivery now on the McDonald's app. Are you in? I know I'm in. At participating restaurants, 18 plus serving times, delivery fee, and terms apply. See McDonald's.com.